and welcome to Elite Car Drive, so Mike, the so, Machine podcast. So that's Alex going to is back next week, so we should. I don't have to do this anymore after the, after this time. Oh, are you oh, just, just are you just doing it as a favour? No, no. It's, it seems to be a required element of the podcast. People che- people listen to us just to hear somebody interrupt Mike. That's my understanding. Kurt, you, you are signed on until at least episode 100, so don't worry. <laughs> Is that the end, then? <laughs> Do we reach 100 and just all of us just... I feel up? I feel we have to get previous um, previous uh, rogue participants all on for 100. We have to get... you know, We'll write a list. Anyway, I'll let you, sorry. Try again, yeah. Mike. No, I'm were... not going to go again. That's it. We're, we're oh, done okay. with the intro. I thought I'm, you were going to say I'm... various rogue scholars as well. No, I, basically... I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, go with... <laughs> I'm Mike. Oh, I'm I'm Kurt. I'm Ben. There we go. We've got something that's a semblance of an intro at least, so hooray! We can move on from there. You lucky people. Yes, exactly. Uh, so this week put out a quick question on Twitter and Facebook and God knows what else uh, to ask roughly what you wanted us to talk about, and obviously you wanted to hear Kurt swirling water. Um, <laughs> How do you know? Oh, wait, Alex isn't here. I can't even blame Alex for my noise. No, can you I? can't. Alex, I- come back, because I can blame you for the scratchiness and painting. Anyway, move on. Hello. The, the idea of Benj doing modelling stuff is just... I, didn't, uh, I haven't got a knife. I didn't even try. Did you notice that? I haven't I haven't got a knife. I can't fucking start. There's okay. Lump, there's, lumps of, there's lumps of resin I could chew off. <laughs> Don't think that'll go down well. That's Train amazing. One. Uh, anyway, so we, we asked for a few little bits of uh, what people wanted us to talk about. Um, let, let, let's take one of these. Uh, Liam Jordan, friend, friend of the show. Friend yeah, of the show. Fr- are we going to go with friend, acquaintance of the show? Acquaintance. Well, okay. I haven't verbally okay, spoke friend. to Liam for a while, but yeah. Anyway, uh, he asks uh, if it's fair for someone to use an army that's not on general release at events. Um, I, I personally would go with no because. It's not on general release. How do you get it if it's not, and if it's in War Room and you can buy it? How did you, eh? Well, say if it's like a convention exclusive kit or something, or yeah. Okay. So some people. Oh, I mean, so like the, like the Vulcan. Let's go with the Vulcan, which was at, which has been at the um, events in the States, the big colossal for Crystal Guard. It's not out till November, but some people have got it now. That kind of thing. I. Um, yeah, but that perhaps with the whole army. Which uh, I think Grimkin was the case. Uh, I think okay. That did happen that you could, people got it, people assembled it, and people read, you know, people had, I think the rules had already probably possibly yeah. come out beforehand. And yeah, I think I, I, I agree with Mike. I think no, it's not under general consumption. It hasn't, it's kind of like an unfair advantage. And if you, a majority of the people have probably been teching for stuff that is on the market, that is available. Um, and it, it's really bad as well when someone plays an army and they don't know what it does either. <laughs> and you can still get that even when the army's been released and a new person's at a tournament. But in a super competitive tournament environment where, yeah, it's just, uh, no. Just hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you, think ben, any do you ever know what your stuff does? Uh, I used to in Mark II. And, and in Mark do you II. think that any of us are going to be anywhere near a super competitive environment? I, I, we were at one stage. Super competitive? We turned up to events that were quite I don't know. I played I, the pop tables. I, I, I think Kurt was the closest that got to super competitive. Super competitive? I go competitive. I'm not sure it's super competitive. 
I you, mean, you we've... made a day two cut of a Masters. Yeah, I've done drunk. that. I've done that. Aside from that, I, we, was, I did do it drunk. You are right. Yeah. We have <laughs> known people in the community that at least were watchable at that level, basically. And I've won little events, and I've done reasonably well at big ones, but I've never done amazing. But yeah, yeah, we've we we've known uh, we've known WTC players, and we know yeah. WTC players. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but we are we are not WTC players. No, no. I'm not saying that we are. But do you think that they would find that acceptable then? So, uh, because half of the time their lists are prepared well in advance. I mean, what I would for say, a field that's what I would say declared. is that most tournaments are played on Steamroller. The Steamroller document mm. says if you're going to use it, it must be on general release. Therefore, unless the TO has made pretty damn clear beforehand, um, you know. I will be allowing pre-release armies. Um, I'd say it's a no-go. Do yeah. TOs even operate like that anymore? I'm sure we'll see ridiculous uh, conversions and all sorts of things. Operate like what? I don't know. To, within uh, strict... I, li- I, I, like the, I, like the way, I like the way you said, uh, uh, do, do TOs operate like that? And when question you go, well, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I don't know now. I know that back in the day, there was very strict sort of rules with regards to models and, and all that type of jazz. Uh, I will say from the larger tournaments um, that the rule is very much as it always was. If it's not released, you're not playing it, unless the tournament said beforehand, like a couple of weeks before, this will be available for this event. Um, I believe uh, Blood and Oil made very clear with the Hooch Hauler last year I think it's the Hooch Hauler anyway. This will be available. Uh, you can proxy it if you have something that is suitable um, because of the whole would it get here through Black Anchor and various other bits and pieces. Um, but by and large, if something's not released, it doesn't get played. And you don't uh, use any form of proxies at all unless the tournament said beforehand it's allowable. And even conversions you still have to clear some of those with the TO. And I have seen conversions within the last couple of years get turned down. Yeah. So that, that that's just the point of view from behind the desk, is it? I think if it's, yeah, if it's if it's going to release, even though it's early days and hard to get, perhaps, I think that's, it depends on where that line is, doesn't it? I think if it's the whole army's out, because I think the Crucible Guard release has been very different to the Grimkin last year. Um, you're right, Grimkin came out, you could get it, you could get it at Gen Con, you could get it, uh, you could get it to start off with, and yet it was quite limited who could get it and how. Um, the army boxes were out, the army box was out well before anything else, wasn't it? So, um, yeah. But whereas Crucible Guard came out and that kind of release, and while there's a few models that are harder to get because they, you know, that came out early on um, at Lock and Load and, and potentially Gen Con, the army box was available worldwide everywhere. So I think it's slightly different, isn't it? Hmm. Possibly. Not to, it hasn't been to the same degree, which is what I mean. Yeah. Not sure that's what Liam was referring to anyway. Well, yeah, quite. Okay, so are we kind of through on that topic? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, oh, from, from from someone anonymous. Um, what about an old host who's not had anything to come well, to do with the game for a long time, comes aboard and we can discuss the state of the game? Well, if only we had an old host who was ready to come on board and discuss the state of the game. Sadly... Uh, none was available this evening. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, um, do you know what I was surprised that didn't come up in that th- thread of conversation? 
Nobody Con- named me as the old host, which I was quite pleased to Or even mentioned Conrad. That's what, um, yeah. yeah. True, true, true. Uh, um, yeah, well, he was going to try Mike, to, wasn't Mike, he? didn't manage it. Mike, I think your internet's playing up a bit. You're coming through a bit robot-y. Uh, it's just you, okay. I think, Benj. No, no Kurt, you're coming through fine. I haven't heard him do that, though, so that's what I mean. Mm, strange. Yeah, it might be just to you, because there's a, there's a weird kind of... It's a weird mesh network thing it does with this. It's not true to the server and back again, but anyway. Okay. Um, so, I've had one person talk about the recent tournament successes of the hosts. <laughs> that's you. That's you. That's a good laugh. Um, that's you, because you had a bit of a, an awardy thing in your hand. Yes. So, I, I do have a trophy that says that uh, I, I won the Midlands Open. Yeah. Does, it say, does it say participant at the bottom? <laughs> no. So, the Midlands Open. Uh, for anyone who's not aware, is a very odd format. Uh, start of day one, it's a 32-player event. Start of day one, you are divided into uh, four-man pods, and you play everyone in your pod. Cool. Now, day one, I crashed and burned hard because I faced, I think it was two members of the England WTC team and someone who... Um, was better at Mercs than me. Can I just ask for the clarification on the since there's now like eight billion England WTC teams What's and half and yeah. Uh, it was. I have to find the results now. I did love the controversy that their uh, team picture caused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea yeah. what you mean. What sorry? I have no idea what you mean. Oh. um someone compared it to like uh someone took a picture and everyone was looking quite muggy looking basically and someone said it looked like a uh an edl rally <laughs> oh um i, I, I feel we need to from this very quickly we are not insinuating that any member uh team england is in any way associated with that group um, is uh is this just gonna get edited can you just no, it doesn't edit anymore. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. No editing on this show. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. There might be on this one. Moving on even quicker. Um, I Day one, I faced uh, Jake Wilstrup, Ryan Longthorne, and um, Mike Sherlock. Um, yeah, I, 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 I tried very hard in those games, but it was like, oh, okay. Magnus turned, uh, Magnus 2 turned up with double Colossals for one of them and got shot off the board. Wow. Yeah. Well, to be what? fair, that's what should happen to Magnus 2. I mean, it doesn't matter that you were piloting him. I'm so, I feel bad for you. By but... Scorn. <gasps> oh, shot okay. off the board by Scorn. There is that is double Slinger. Was double it all Slingers? Double Anim- Animantrax. Yeah. Uh, with. Oh, God, who's the one who's uh, got the Scorn Arc node? Oh, good. Hexorus. What, the blind he's got, dinosaur he's got, one. He's got no melee attack. He's on the palanquin. Oh, the Dominar, what's... Rasheth. Rasheth, yeah. Yes. yes. We got there. We got there. We know this game. We wow. That, that must have been a blast from the past. I, I, mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and then just everything turned up to shoot me off the table. It was the most unpleasant thing I've faced in a while. So that was... That was nice. See, so, I was I was satisfying Richard Dean actually. He did say politics, so we did make this kind of slightly political. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, thrice no. We'll talk about, about the moral decline of this country. Moral anyway, so decline. after oh, your yeah. day one, 
your results are all compiled and you are put into a pod for day two. Well, you're put into a, a tournament for day two. So there's four eight-man steamrollers that oper- operate on day two. Um, I ended up facing... Whose idea, who's idea was all this? Uh, this is the Warsaw lot. Wow. So... They I, run it yet now. Hmm. Yes. Well, it is the Midlands Open. I know. The UK is the bit in the middle of the country. Yeah. And Warsaw is the Midlands. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that geography lesson. So so day two, uh, end up facing uh, Simon Robinson, Stuart Greenhow, and uh, uh, the the name's gone. Joe Sutton. That's it. Who is, yeah. So that's two Cricks players and and one Kador. Um, um, and you smash them all. So, like, <laughs> was the Kador playing lots of Man of War or something else? Kador player was lots of Man of War, Old yeah. Witch 2. Um, yeah, that that was a rather sad game because I kind of. He ran his Man of War forwards and I charged them with Kayazi and they just went away. That's um, not. That's not nice. Yeah, no. Well, it's it's Dice Off 5 and I've gotten two Kayazi per Man of War. Oh! Oh, that's. So and of course, like you know, even if you hadn't gotten managed to get tough or anything on them, no tough. Yeah, that was that was kind of sad. This was, this was also the one where I uh, did a trick I don't do very often with McBain, which was he'd got a set of bombardiers who were just out of charge range of my mangler. So I ran the mangler and then energized it into range and just started jackhammering them down. Ooh. Um. I it thought was... that's your signature thing. Jackhammer everything and hope Jack... for the win. Jackhammer, <laughs> yes, but not run Jackhammer. No, I know. All right, so you're trying new things, but the ultimate <laughs> end result is jackhammering something to death, isn't it? Uh, but it, di- it did end up with me jackhammering the mangler to take down Old Witch. Um, and th- that was a game where I kind of I completely shut him out on scenario because his man of war hadn't moved forwards, and the scenario really punished him for it. Um, did, did he pull out a mug from under the table that just had Kador tears <laughs> 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 just sat there sipping? <laughs> it, it was uh, that 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 was yeah that was that was yeah, the the least close of my games. It's an However, expensive I, army. I, I, I will I, I will now read to you. The numbers from the final game that I played against Joe Sutton, which was an absolute belter of a game. So I scored 13 CPs, he scored 12, I got 118 VPs, he got 110. Okay. At the end of the game, all that was left on the table was uh, McBain, uh, Eris, a single Kayazi Eliminator, uh, Gatsby, and one Satixis. That's, that's all that was left. And the final turn ended up with some real jank because, like, okay, I'm going to. How much st- time did you both have left? None. Uh, about two minutes between us, I think. Wow. The, the, the final turn ended up with real jank because it involved like, okay, McBain is going to stand still, then he's going to energize her to turn round, so he's got plus two rat. Then he's going to take both his shots against this guy who's blocking out the zone. Then he's going to use his melee against this guy. It, it, Oh, that was it. It wasn't quite in that order, but it basically ended with I shot one guy and then meleeed another, and then got, hang on, can, can you do melee and ranged in the same activation? It's like, yes, but only because of Jackhammer. I'm special. Oh, for fuck's sake, Jackhammer. <laughs> Get a t shirt with it. Hashtag Jackhammer, for fuck's sake. It's a, oh, come on, it's an amazing spell. It's, it's, a, it's, 
It's um, it's definitely your signature spell, isn't it? it? It's it's the fact that when you sit there at the start of the turn, and rather than taking your initial melee attacks, you go, okay, I'm going to jackhammer my caster. And you just see the look on the other person's face of, what's going on? As they then realize you can jackhammer, then charge, kill something, energizer, and then do more melee attacks. Yeah, it's not, it's like, why, why have that thing where you can either shoot or melee? Why not do both? You know, <laughs> yeah. why not? Just, just... Why, why, why not, like... Start your attacking now and then charge. Yeah, it's fucking fucking fine. <laughs> oh no, it's, so it's is great. That, um, is that why Locke is so popular with with um, convergence? I'm just going to go look her up because doesn't she have jackhammer as well for, in a similar for similar oh, purposes? God, you'll have a load of dildo bots running up the table. <laughs> that was my thinking. Oh great. Well, you don't play convergence. Though. No, but I've got Locke because he's um. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same. Your, your jacks don't, don't look see, like... No, no, exactly. Same. That's why I'm saying it's not... Um, uh, Although she, they are purple. She does have, she does have jackhammer, I was right. And um, she can <laughs> she can engine of destruction herself and they pick up her stats as well. Uh, that's horrible. Yeah, so lots... Of, you're seeing it online in quite a lot of lists, seeing her on, in a lot of convergence lists. No, I'm using her for Crucible Guard, obviously, but um, she's cropping up in convergence. Not conver- yeah. The best question that I saw, by the way, read uh, our podcast was, can Stoke the Fires make a, a colossal countercharge? And uh, Pete, I just love, still, in 2018, people are trying to, out of activation, move a fucking colossal. It doesn't happen. It can't happen. It I know. Happen. I, I know, but still, we are how many years post-colossals and gargantuans? And still? All right. right. I, I'm just looking at Locke now and realizing that that means Matt 9 Warjacks. Yep. With, with Jackhammer. No. Yep. Yep. No, that, well, you, you're the one who uh, you unleashed it. It's just like she just sort of does it better. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to have to buy Crucible Guard now. Well, no, it's Convergence where she really shines doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. What I will say is that I will be buying some Crucible Guard because I do want at least a pair of Toros. Um, I think they're going to sell a lot of those. And I do want some Rocket Man because with Ashlyn, those things are going to be an utter nightmare. They are. Rocket Man! <laughs> Mainly because of the singing. Yes. Yeah. There you they can are. literally deafen your opponents. Deaf stupidly high. Well, let's swap. Uh, there we go. Deaf 16 against ranged and uh, magic. Well, plus two with the, if you have the UA and they have their mini, f- yep. it has that up as well. So it's even higher. Defensive action. Yep. Also, speed nine. Yep. Uh, with, with carbines and dodge and swift hunter. It's just. I, I was just thinking, you, you know, Mike, how you complained about like the lack of models for Mercs over the last couple of years and stuff like that, and how. It's a, it's a bit Christmassy right now. Yeah, well, I, it's still only a couple of models. I mean, looking at some of the stuff that's out now, I think that's actually a fucking blessing because I look at some of the factions and they're so far behind on purchases, like to keep up with the current sort of meta for half those factions. I'm thinking you you're fucking lucky. Like you just pull all this dank shit out of the box that's been collecting dust and it's perfectly playable. And there's Do you realize the rest how, of us like having to buy fucking resin kits that are imported and having to. I, mm. I don't think I have changed my No, in fact I haven't. I haven't changed my McBain list since the regulars came out. That's just stayed in the case. Oh. And, and everything else has changed around it. You're so, just lazy then. And in fact, the McBain, list, <laughs> the McBain list has changed like three models since the start of Mark III. Wow. Yeah. 
I am a terrible human being. So yeah, so what it's are you complaining to, about? It's very easy to get into that pattern. Now I got like that with trolls as well. It's very easy to get into that, and that's part of that's why I like that. Why I quite I'm drawn to Christopher Guard because of the faction that I wanted even before we had them. Yeah. Um, because they seem to be a logical conclusion that didn't seem to ever happen until now, off of a back of escalation. But uh, uh, so, sorry, we've got a Byron Lars comment here. Best jackhammer for me was Madrak walking to melee, jackhammer, then range attack and ricochet around a forest. Mm. That's disgusting. Yes, that is filth. Well what, done. What, which Mad, what? So Madrak Madrak has jackhammer. I get confused there. He must have. Wow, I didn't know that. Don't tell me these things. I'm just I did not play trolls. I don't, I don't know which version. No. Oh, maybe it's three. I don't know. Is Byron still watching on his large television? I, I did say it was a mistake. It is a mistake. What games do you like but you? I'm just reading ahead because... Oh, no, it's, it's uh, Madrak 1 has Jackhammer. Oh, does he? Wow. Yeah. He is supposed to be really good now. Even Ground, Guided Hand and Jackhammer. What a spell. Wow. Even Ground is the new Surefoot, really, isn't it? Uh... Hmm. Anyway. On the spellcaster's control range, friendly faction models gain plus two death and cannot yeah. come knocked down. It's better than um, it's better it's than Shawfoot used to be. No, it, it's it's just better. Full stop. It's all, not right, all right, redundant word. It's yeah, it, it's not an upkeep though. So. No, no. Oh yeah, it, it did used to be yeah. And it's cost three. Two, because you're always well, be spending a discount on it. I mean, yes, true, but it's base cost three. Yeah. So okay. Nice. I'm not going trials. I'm not going playing trials. I'm not playing trials. I'm not playing trials. Moving on. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yes, um, I, I played five games of uh, McBain over a weekend. One of Magnus. He's back in the box to be replaced by another list as soon as I can. Um, Ladies Resistance? What? Uh, possibly. I, I might. There's a Champions event coming up in Milton Keynes. I might actually take Damiano to that. I don't Ooh. know. Because I, I, I'm rather limited in what I can take caster-wise for that. I think, I'm not sure McBain fits in there. I really do want to um, get my Christmas card up to the point where I can actually play some events soon. But yeah, get in there. I'm actually going to have a look at what's the active duty roster for Mercs. Because I keep forgetting. Oh, there we go. So, um, What's that for? We've got Gap. Pardon? What is the active duty roster for? Oh, it's what you can play in uh, Champions. Right. So for Mercs, you can play uh, Gaston, Ashlyn, P. Magnus, Damiano, and Cognifex Scythe. Yay. And for uh, your Crucible Guard, you've got uh, Sylvestro, Locke, and McKay. How do you play McKay? She's not out to November. Well, the active duty roster sticks around for a while. Okay. So, so the two classes that released are in there, which is good. And it also limits you to uh, your theme forces as well. Well, so, you have to use your theme forces, or you can only use one or the other. Uh, no, you, you're limited in which ones you can take. So Mercs, Irregulars, is not available. It's Laylee's wow. Lely's Resistance, Kingmaker's Army, and Operating Theatre. Okay. <laughs> Byron says he's got a large TV with a kebab and a cider. That's entertainment. It's not even Friday. Jeez. How is he watching us on a kebab? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, let's have a look at what else we've been asked. As soon as I can find it amidst the thousands of Twitter feeds I apparently have. Uh, so I would go clicking on things and fill, and fill in the time, but I'm painting, so I didn't. Yeah. So, uh, Rich Dean asked us to speak about politics. No. No, we have enough. There you go. Yeah. Um, we've got a question from Mark Williams, not that one, um, asking how Signar are a subpar bottom of the barrel faction. I feel like this has been a bit of a meme recently. It's been around. Yeah. It's been perpetuated, definitely. 
Yeah, did it start as a joke and everybody all jumped on the bandwagon? I don't know. I don't know how serious Chris Young is these days. Well, I mean, <laughs> to, to, to he's a bit it, distracted. He's a bit distracted. To yeah. give it the ounce of serious consideration, it's probably worth. Um, Signar were one and two in the Welsh Masters, uh, one and two in the Midlands Open. Um, so, what more do you want from them precisely? Uh, Haley three is an utter utter machine. Who who? One second, one second, one second. Who uh, who came second at GenCon? Because um, we I... know, I know that uh, obviously. Big shout out to Big Ben. Uh, what was he playing actually? Uh, Graham Kent. <laughs> yeah, I know. They are the new. They are the new fun police, though, aren't they, Grim Kent? Uh, no, they're just a bunch of. Uh, I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, no, no. Well, you can do it, but if you do that, I'm going to do this and this and this, and this army's going to die. I'll play my trap card, but only I have. Then I get a free war beast and a charge yeah. with this, and ah, too much. All the wounds, all the wounds that I've taken across this entire side of the army are all come back. Okay, that's nice. To be fair, Manoff uh... can do that as well, but still. To be fair, Chris Wigard could do that as well. <laughs> but yes. I, I don't understand the idea of someone saying Crucible Guard. Uh, Crucible Guard? Don't, don't, don't. Nobody's saying that about Crucible Guard. Yeah. Um, even if it was as a joke or... I, I do seem to remember it popping up on the uh, on the Signar Facebook group. Yeah. Well, lots of salt about something. It's the Signar Facebook group. Salt is a gift. Well, because they hate themselves. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Hey, you know I play this faction, everyone hates me. Yeah, well, that's because you play this faction. Oh. Yeah, you gotta have that self-loathing. Ooh, that's the Cinerator off. <laughs> Good. No, no, I've, I've got the Cinerator officer coming, and the model's actually really tasty. Who would have thought Cinerator's still better than Bastions now? Well, they are Bastions <laughs> now. They are the Bastions, Bastions, though, aren't they? Yeah. They swapped them over. Just, yeah, pretty that's much. That's what they did. It took me a while to work it out. I'm like, but that's Bastions, isn't it? All those people selling all the like fucking incinerator kits that came with those like boxes, going, "Oh, these models, they're not even fair." <laughs> oh, oh, these are the best medium infantry you'll get, sunshine. <laughs> medium uh, infantry, luxury, luxury. Oh fuck off! You... I'll just kill you with my <laughs> shitty pewter fucking like Kayazi, static Kayazi. Look at them. I I mean, Benj, have you experienced what mercs have as their medium-based infantry? What joy of ogrins and what else have they got? What are the other cav? They got no. cav. No, that's oh, it. Shit. It's, it's just the ogrin. No, I've never experienced. I owned them for about a month and then sold them. Yeah, I never played with them. They are. Uh, so. How can I put this? If I say the word disappointing, it doesn't quite cover. Are it. they too expensive? Oh, look. Lots of things in life are disappointing. Well, they're ten sixteen for either three or five models. That's just fairly standard for he- for heavy infantry yeah. now, yeah. Five boxes each, which yeah. Fairly Speed. standard for heavy infantry models, yeah. Speed five, def twelve, arm sixteen, and, and get ready for the epic armament. Uh, it's uh, range. They 12. carry. Uh, they carry cannons. They must be good. Range twelve, power twelve, AOE three. Uh, but they do also have a melee weapon. Which is range one, power twelve, but they've also got CMA and CRA. Eh? Okay. So if you want to use a sixteen-point unit to get a one power seventeen shot before they're brutally murdered in the face by literally anything in the game, uh, feel free. Mm. 
They do also have assault. <laughs> like you. Oh, not like assault. Yeah, well, I mean, who needs them when you've got plenty of other viable options? When you've got Kayazi. Just, yeah, exactly. Just, just take literally any other good unit in Mercs. You've got, uh, you've got a bunch of waiters with tiny butter knives. That's what they look like, Kayazi assassins, in the old fucking models. What do you mean, the old models? They're the only models. Exactly! You don't have to buy a new army every year. You just <laughs> get the same old shit out of them. No one has to buy a new army every year. And they, well, are sing- they are single piece models as well. They are absolutely wonderful. If you want to keep, you do. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You need to buy expensive add ons. Uh, yeah, I seem to keep buying armies, but that's because I just change games and then go back. And, oh, I want to buy this army. Uh, I could be dropping money. It's modeling's your primary hobby. So At the moment, it is again. Yeah. Exactly. Apart from cycling. Maybe. Which doesn't always cost, cost money. It does every so often, but... Uh, what was I going to say? What the fuck was I going to say? Did the Manawar army have anything special in it, apart from the old witch too? Manawar. Manawar. Is it orcs now? Is it Manawar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the chariot could have been... No, no chariot. It had two of the siege tankers. Oh, okay. Which I looked at beforehand. I was, like, almightily worried by these things. I was like, oh, okay, they're cool. They've got multiple sprays, and they're going to come up, and they're just going to take out Kayazi. And then they got deployed behind a wood. And I went, I never need to worry about those models ever again. Because they're never going to get through the wood. Strategic placement. There was an entire unit of demo core that spent the entire game literally running through a wood. I like that. Satisfying. Yeah. It's like putting a it's like TK in a Kador jack and sending it into a wood. That's quite fun as well. I'd uh, recommend fun that. For, fun for whom? Um, the person playing Haley Two at the prime of Haley Two. Vomit worthy. <laughs> Vomit worthy. <laughs> that was the best game that I had at the fucking UK Expo. Irisk <laughs> Two and a Spriggan that went far, far away. <laughs> Was it a Spriggan or was it? Oh, I don't even remember. UK Games Expo. War Machine. That's going back a few years. I know. That was during the team tournament that was supposed to be, like, fun. Games <laughs> Expo team tournament? Yeah, there was, uh, there was someone put on a, a team tournament because, like... What? You mean me? A lot of people. It might have been you, wasn't it? Y- yes, that was mine. Oh, okay. Well... So, so that was that was one of the years where, um, essentially, there was a Masters the first day, then it cut to top eight... Then everyone else got entry into the team tournament for day two. Oh, was that a team tour? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were. That was, you that, were, that, was that was when I was there. You were unconscious at this point, probably. I was. In a corner. And proud. And top eight. <laughs> Covered in trolls. <laughs> Actually, end of first day, <laughs> top of the table, I seem to remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you I, had a, I don't understand, but never mind. I, was, I had been drinking consistently. That's how it was. Advice. Sound advice. Is that. To win at tournaments, just keep drinking. Is that your number one like tournament like experience? Like, not well, not my most experience, but my most successful result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Not probably is. Yes. Okay. But uh, all uh, of my I, I mean, I'm still. All of my two day tournaments all have a similar pattern of one day really good, the other day really bad, and sometimes it can be that the first day is atrocious. I get drunk on the Saturday night and then come back on Sunday and go right. And I do really well and climb halfway back up again from right at the bottom or something like that. It just <laughs> happened a lot. One way around or the other, a lot. The infamous submarine. Yeah, you can only climb so far, though, in a big tournament. That's true. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. 
Anybody else ask any other YouTube questions, or is that it? No, uh, I think we're done. No, we don't. We got, we got. Well, I mean, we've got some more. Depends on what you want to answer. Um, how to cope with waiting for your favourite models to reach CID? Um, complain mm. a lot, non- non-stop, and loudly. Um, I will never stop complaining about certain models from Mercs never hitting CID. Um, let's go for the Ogre. They do. Res- they do respond. To <laughs> Faction's fine. It's balanced. Actually. That's- <laughs> The faction is kind of fine as a whole. I just wish that for some slots, some other units were a bit more competitive. I think I think now go- they seem to be very focused around reviewing themes. So if you complain about a theme, that's the best way to get your theme of choice to be reviewed and the models in it to get reviewed. Yeah, but to be fair, Mercs have possibly the best theme in the game in Irregulars. Which is everything. Yeah. It's like, take it's whatever... Bonuses. Take whatever you want and get three points and advance moves for your heavy warjacks. Okay, fine. Do you uh, need doors propping open? I mean, the ogre and assault call, assault call can open five doors and keep them open. <laughs> like, Who said that? What? Did you say <laughs> that? You no, I'm that. just saying. Oh. No, I said that. You said it. Well That's done. That's mine. It's one of yours. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Well done. It's one of mine. There are few and far between. But still... <laughs> Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, 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 that's how you cope with waiting for your favourite models to reach CID. You lose your mind. Also, uh, you could also arm five well-trained robbers with socks and <laughs> one ogre in each. But they're only medium base. I don't know. They're pretty heavy. They're still pretty fucking heavy. Actually, heavier than the mo- a lot heavier than the modern medium base infantry, which I is mean, just resin. If you really want to be a successful bank robber, you get bronze backs. But, um... Not the new ones, obviously. <laughs> no, not the new ones. <laughs> not the old extreme one, then. No. Uh, why? No, no, no. That was a ton and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Lloyd's TSB with, <laughs> with a bronze No, I don't... One. Yeah, okay. Lloyd's we... TSB, you are showing your age there, mate. I don't know. Is it... What is it now? I don't know. It's either Lloyd's or TSB. The two Look, I was going to say Midlands for a second there. The Midland Bank. The Midland Bank. Nice. Not the Hong Kong and Shanghai Banking Corporation. Nah. <laughs> Deutsche Bank instead. No, um, right. Uh, how many other banks have disappeared? Let's talk about banks. Good size. Anyway. They've all gone. Oh, uh, yeah. Is the Halifax actually gone on? Yeah, the, no, it's still around. Halifax. Uh, That's the red. But partially because I've got my credit card with them at the moment. There we, there we go. Okay, right. Um, okay, next question. What happened to High Command? Oh, God, that was on another podcast. I'll tell I've you what happened to High Command. Up there. I, I have. I, I have, enjoyed playing High Command. I have I every single too. card in High Command. I have them all sleeved. That It was an excellent game that no one played. And that's what happened to High Command. Uh, it was another one of priority presses. Let's throw that there, see if it works. Oh, well, never mind. Um, I think it ran out of steam. They had nowhere to go after a while. They kind of did everything. Well, the problem was they had um, massive errata with the first group of stuff um, and then never bothered to go back to it. So, so yeah. Yeah. It's it's a complete game. If you've got all the expansions, it's there. It's You're able to play it forever. You know, it's fine. Trolls were fun. Trolls were great. Yeah, I played Kador. I've got... Well, I've got all the factions. I think Trolls and Kador were, were, were really, really strong. Oh, Kador were... Broken as all hell in places. Um, I think both, I think both of them with their colossals and their heavy uh, will be Sir Jacks. They were both really good. Uh, it was a really 
interesting concept was the entire game, to yeah. be honest. Well, it, and... it, it, it was a good take on the deck builder. It was the whole thing of either I can have this nice and cheap and it will go into my deck and I need to wait for it to come back around, or I can pay a bit more but get stuff out now. Mm. Um, and then there was the winds of war, so you never knew quite when the game was ending. You'd get unique advantages and disadvantages on every turn. It was, it had a lot of stuff going for it that wasn't your standard um, card game. So on one hand, yeah, it, because it was so different, people were probably going to be apprehensive, um, which probably went against it in the end. But it did create a nice play experience. He even started uh, introducing unique characters from the universe in there that people thought were potential spoilers for future characters for the main game, and it was all looking so nice. Yeah, a few of them were. A few of them were. There's another, was it uh, female uh, resistance warcaster in there for a start who never went anywhere? There was uh, a rat character arcanist that didn't go anywhere either. And uh, wasn't there a Jack for the Crucible Guard as well? Uh, uh, or the Lely's Resistance. Is that, yeah, because yeah, yeah, we've got uh, one in it. Toro were in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the oldest Jack in the whole game, isn't it? Yeah. But there, there wasn't there a Lely's specific uh, Jack that was. Oh, uh, Duelist. Oh, was it Duelist? Yeah. So Duelist was a Vanguard, which was um, had got knives from a um, uh, Dervish. Which. Nice. I, I don't know if it would have a place in Mercs. I honestly don't, because we're still waiting for a cheap range jack to make Kane 3 work. They, they did try one last time to get people interested in it with that rapid engagement, didn't they? Oh, that, the, um... the Kador and Circle thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I think they did all they could for that game, but it was pretty much a non-starter. It came off the back of a load of deck builders and living card games and just... It came into a crowded marketplace at the wrong time, though. About 18 months earlier, it probably would have worked. I think I own most of it. Did you get the second exp- expansion, Faith and Fortune? Yeah, I think so, because I wanted the yeah. Lely stuff, because obviously I'm all about Lael. Um Yeah, I read a lot of it. I played a lot of it, enjoyed it. Um, played it Smogcon, played it all over the place, but um... yeah, there was um, there was um, some like exclusive cards for conventions, alternate art ones as well, weren't there? I have most of those. Yeah, I have, I have those as well. Largely because there were large piles left over after Smogcon. <laughs> eh, it's always sad that, isn't it? When... Um, actually, uh, speaking of Smogcon, or, or rather not, um, Bonescon has announced dates for 2019. Oh, wow. So, it's also announced the location. Uh, Bonescon 2019 will be February the 8th to the 10th at the Mandalay Hotel, Guildford. Oh, wait. Holy shit. Let's go back. Yeah, they're going back to... To where Smogcon 3 was held. Yeah. Yeah. I know you went there. The first hotel. Uh, if anyone, um, well, yeah, if, if, if anyone's trying to remember where that is, it's the one where the, uh, the, there was a very large room underground, um, where all the gameplay was. And, uh, I believe the initial models for Guild Ball were released at, well, well, were previewed upstairs, uh, by Russ Charles. Um, it was also the one where there was, I'm trying to remember the names of the games now, Drop Fleet Commander. Bashir. Oh, it was the really mixed one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it opened up more rooms for for Malifaux and and which well, it had the second hotel. Yeah, which um, is the Brothers of Blue, Malifaux. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It had an RPG table section as well that was near the yeah. shop that was well manned for RPG so, games. Uh, actually, 
So, uh, yep, Bones Gone well, 2019. Not, not being a fan of the Hilton um, in general, in a, um, NEC, that sounds good. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Hilton NEC is... Um, not. Difficult to work with, uh, I, will, I will say that. We have, having talked with other conventions uh, about the uh, NEC Hilton... Um, the problems that BonesCon and SmogCon had there are not unique to them. Um, so yes, back at the Mandalay Hotel, Guildford, February 8th to 10th, 2019. So cool. I will most certainly be, uh, well, be there because John has said, do you want to do stuff? And I was like, yes, I will always do stuff because I want to make conventions as good as possible. I, I might actually be up for that as well. Cool. Doing stuff. Oh, I, I would be, but I don't get invited to things anymore. Well, I don't get invited. I'm just going to write to John. <laughs> well, Benji you could always become a paying customer. I'd rather not. Because, um, ha- ha- how can I put this? Um, we-, we certainly aren't getting paid anymore. No. No, no, no. Uh, I would if I still played the game. Don't really play the game that much anymore. You sadden me. Yeah, um, well, pff, there's nothing. No, really around here. What? Sorry. Hang on. There's no one around here. You got Matt Townsend and uh, was it Ben ha- Hampshire? That's, yeah, you know. I, I, I've got two. Yeah, I haven't got a huge community with lots of options to play different people. So well, I don't think I, I don't think I did till I posted in Facebook today. Yeah, you, you can. Oh, have yes, your, but we haven't. What? You can have your ass handed to you anytime you like. <laughs> yeah, I can. yeah, I can. I can literally play all the all the tournament games I'd love to play. <laughs> I mean, if this game ever became more of a social one, totally tried my best. See, the irony yeah. with that statement is, for me, it's been nothing. It's been a social one above everything else because I casual found this game, social. Sorry. Okay, so I found this game to be more social in a sense of meeting people, getting to know people that I stayed in contact even long, even though I stopped playing the game for a while. Um, War Machine above all things has been amazing from a social point of view. The community, present company excluded, obviously. Yeah, the, the community is actually what kind of keeps me around and involved in the game. Still laughing at because I know so many people who play it, and yeah, I don't know a lot of the people that I got on best with still play the game. I know a lot of people play the game, but not necessarily the same people play the game. So. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of people do that. You go to, last time I went to the event in Bristol, I knew most of the rooms. Bizarre. I thought, oh, I haven't played for ages. I won't know anyone. Except when your mic was going, and then suddenly I'm like, what? Oh, I see most people running the tournaments these days if you go places. That's the that's the usual thing. Oh, to be fair, Benj, you are in with the TO crowd. Come on. It's an exclusive club. Not... <laughs> I don't think anybody would... Well, no, I don't know. No, um, as I say, if it was a lot more casual game, I that's why I'm, I am enjoying multiplayer magic at the moment. It is just a casual game. That's how so. I've enjoyed War Machine, uh, War uh, 40k more lately as well, because it's just more like chuck it on the table, have a laugh, play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, I died. Yay! I'd really like that kind of thing in a model game, but I don't. X-wing is my space for that. Um, really? I thought, I thought you're a terminal net decker for that aren't you <laughs> 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 nice nice good work skills sorry sorry I ch- no, that was good. <laughs> look at him shaking his head full marks there for full marks that was good sorry sorry so i'm just, I'm just gonna sit here and build lists for x-wing 2.0 for a while are they all gonna be things at the time are they all gonna be what 
Are they going to all be using the most broken thing at the time of release? But nothing's broken anymore, Bench. This is version two. Flight games, nothing's broken. I love that idea. <laughs> what kind of nonsense is that? Just, it's, well, there's going to be some kind of turret replacement. You see, you just wait. Uh, well, they've actually changed how all the turrets work. There we know. I know. We're aware. Yeah, as I say, there'll be some sort of replacement that will be even better. Well, something will come out with the old style turret as a yeah. special kind of ability. Here, here you go. His fantasy flight's craving for money, the next best shit that's better. You, you can. You can pay for something that is almost the old turrets. Wow. However, it involves having a crew slot and putting uh, Luke Skywalker on there because he can pay okay. force, he can pay force tokens to rotate the turret. The only thing is, he's... <laughs> he's there going. Uh, 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 yes, <laughs> yes, this is exactly what he's doing, Ben. Yes. Yep. However, if he's paying to do that, he's not paying to modify dice, which is what force users are meant. Can he do it um, with a in a Joker voice? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he could if he wanted to. That was amazing watching him do that. It was last year watching him do that the uh, presentation and watching him do. Without obviously without animation, just talking to stage, quoting bits of Killing Joke, mm. of the Killing Joke on stage was amazing. Oh, what 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 I will say as well is while we're on, while we're in the ramble phase, um, how dare you? Yeah, uh, X Wing has just had two new factions announced. Oh God, what now? The Republic and the Droid Separatist Army. Excellent. About time. Oh no! Does that mean I might have to buy some ships just to have things on my table that look like? I can. Well, hopefully, I can eventually have my Naboo Starfighter. Oh, get out, Jar Jar! Fucking what bait. is it? Wait, it's just what is the Nubian anyway? <laughs> Where it's always like that line. It's just a good line. Star Wars. Wait, is it? Is it? Is it X Wing? Does it have any pictures of this 2.0 Republic? Uh, there's there's preview pictures of the I think it's the Jedi Starfighter and the Sith Interceptor. Oh yeah, yeah. There's some. The Sith Interceptor is that um, basically Darth Maul's thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That has the screen time of. Oh god, so it's it's really okay. Screen time and more different silhouette in, uh, angles than any other ship. Oh. Uh... Oh, really? So they're going... They're, can't they just start in Clone Wars era and just forget fucking... Uh, no, I like those ones. Uh, I, I don't mind the start Jedi Starfires and the various different iterations of those. Phantom Menace is just really about, isn't it? Yeah, I just don't want to see Naboo shit flying around. Yeah, I'll do that. Basically, Benj wants to complain. No! no I, I want to buy a t-shirt that says, what's the Nubian, and play... Uh... Play those ships. That's good. Look at it. This is some. This is this is the actual model of the ship. No being expense was spared in this shit. Jesus Christ! This is awful. Is this the quality of the miniatures? I, I yeah. can't tell, Bench, because I can't see what. I'm sending it. The second leg. I struggle to believe that it's going to be bad, though. It looks pretty awful. Uh, no. <laughs> good answer. Because no. yeah, because the um. The Naboo Starfighter hasn't even been vaguely previewed. Also, that's the wrong packaging for 2.0. Oh, oh, shot down by the uh, by the packaging. Yeah, the, there's two models been previewed, um, and and that is not one of them. Welcome to Elite Card Rate. We I talk think... about pictures that you can't see, and nor can I. I, I think because I'm painting can... and can't click the link. Yeah, I, I think you can tell Benj that that page might be a joke by the fact that the, the last line says, "Remember these leaks are totally real," and the fact yeah. that one, the fact that one of them is labelled 
General Jar Jar. <laughs> I know, I know. Don't you want that though, as your as as a homage to your hero? <laughs> I want to buy it to set fire to it in the law on the lawn. Yeah, that's what, that's more like. I yeah. I to be fair, I haven't Jar-Jar scrolled down the rest did of the thing wrong. The the. the Jar Jar is literally the fucking whole reason that fucking Emperor Palpatine exists. Good counter troll there. He got you back there. <laughs> Giant. He got you well back George there. You Lucas just, you just walked straight into that bench. You just I don't care. I've, I've done. I've done. Fuck. Fucking. Fucking. Do you know, what I nearly, <laughs> do you know what's funny? It was funny. I nearly joined you in that rant. I went, no, wait a minute. Mike said that. Uh, uh, well, I don't know because there are people out there and they seriously think like Jar Jar Binks is like a really good character. And they're those people that were brought up with the prequel movies and like, like Jar Jar did nothing wrong. It's like, what are you fucking the, the fucking imbecile? It's the fact he won't stop that makes it brilliant. I just uh, actually, Benj, Benj, which what? side of the fence do you sit on Rogue One? Then is it tedious, predictable, boring, or is it the most amazing thing ever? No, I'm, I'm actually. Did you have to? Oh, did you have to join a camp? I'm like in the middle. It was oh, okay. It was I didn't really know there good. was a middle. I didn't know there was a middle. That was really good, and I didn't feel strongly one way or the other. I just enjoyed what was in your, front of me. Is that your age that you're sat right in the middle of the age that defines <sighs> the difference? Perhaps to be fair, I enjoyed Solo, so maybe I'm not. I did. No, I did too. I did. Solo was great, but don't yeah. tell anyone. Well, now we're complaining about it. Now we've lost it. Yeah, we've lost all our them. listeners. Now they're all gone because we've got. Oh, I really, Solo. I really enjoyed Solo, and I tried to sell it to someone at work, and they saw it and they said it was a bit pants. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really loved it. I really loved. Well, you see, anyone, who, anyone who didn't go and see it, we can now blame for. And there are spoilers coming up here, so be warned, listeners. If you don't want to know, then just turn your ears off for the next like twenty seconds or so. Han Solo um, was the pilot that was in. Sorry, what? Anyone who didn't go and see it didn't get to see the return of Darth Maul. <gasps> spoilers. No, I don't feel. But he sorry died, for but he died in Phantom Menace. So I don't understand. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, I hate those people. Did you see the amount of articles that came out? People are not going to see what this giant spoiler. And oh my God, didn't he die? And uh, didn't we just like forget that all the lore that happened in between the fucking movies? Oh, oh, assholes. (laughs) Assholes. He got spider legs, for fuck's sake. So, which were amazing. Where we troll Benj for two hours. Oh, just come on, people. If you say you're a fan, you like that, my fucking mate that's got a giant fucking Lego Millennium Falcon. And there I was sitting Rebels the night, uh, watching, sitting and watching Rebels the, the night after a piss up. And I was slightly hungover. And he came in and goes, What's this shit? It's fucking Star Wars. It's what you're supposed to like, you <laughs> bellend. You've got a fucking 200 pound <laughs> Millennium Falcon there. Hang on. And you don't know what this is, and you don't fucking care. Welcome to Rants with Benj. Hang on, Benj. Let's not define people by you know how much of the entire canon they've seen. You know, if someone has seen like episodes four, five, and six and enjoys them, they get to be a Star Wars fan. Uh, If someone has only seen the Phantom Menace and really, really likes that film. They still They're get four. to call themselves a Star Wars fan. They're four years old. That's so fine. I'm going to go sit Possibly. in my pod and have the helmet <laughs> taken off really slowly, and it, and then just you're gonna yeah, because I am. 
You're going to go and sit in your pod and listen yeah. to like high speed whooshing noises and go, now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No. <laughs> I, I, do, uh, I do like this pod race. Very good. Uh, the thing is, right, I remember hearing that there was going to be a re edit of the pod race for. Uh, the Blu-ray, it was going to be longer. And I just went, oh, it's going to be tedious. The thing is, having watched it afterwards, it doesn't feel longer. Because no, it, it doesn't. It's actually quite good. It is good. The only reshoot I'd see of that, that I'd want to see of that, is where his pod racer crashed out of the pot and it's just a giant NASCAR-like explosion. Have and you that's ever watched, the end of the movie. Have you ever watched The Phantom Edit? The fa- no, I'm sure I probably need it's, it. uh, it's poor quality, but it is it's interesting and it's very good. Okay. Well, it, it, it's essentially VHS quality. It's... It is. Which, uh, I, think we, I think we can quite legitimately say in 2018 it's poor. So, we... for, for reference, for people who are unaware of the, what the Phantom Edit is, because apparently we're now a Star Wars podcast. Um, the We've Phantom always been edit, a Star Wars podcast. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. The, the Phantom Edit is a re-edit of The Phantom Menace to make it, I think it's seven minutes shorter... At least, but even more, perhaps. Uh, no, it's only about seven minutes, but change the tone of the film. Um, it does make it more serious, a little more adult, and it's a very good interpretation of the film. Rumoured rumored to have been the work of Kevin Smith, though denied. Yes, no, they've, they've found the real guy behind it. Oh, they um, have now, okay. Yeah, I forget who it was. It, it, it is a professional film editor. Um I believe Kevin Smith said he wished he'd done it. Yeah. I uh, I recently added to my series collection of um, Star Wars uh, troopers that I'm slowly amassing. We've got a uh, Commander Rex. I'm quite happy about that. Sorry, we're saying that we're not a Star Wars podcast. We we literally are a Star Wars enthusiast. Yeah. Masquerading as a war machine. I I am actually painting a war machine model right now. No, you're not. I am. It's lies. They won't see it on radio. They can't see it on radio. It's fine. Ugh. Well, you'll it... see it if you go, I was intending to paint it quickly enough to enter it into Lost Hemisphere, paint the target. So if you want to see it, it'll be on there. Madness. Is Lost, he- is Lost Hemisphere still going? The, the, the blog is. Oh. oh, Jesus Christ. That's quite recent. Yeah, daily. Yeah, nearly. Oh. Yeah, oh. They, they post about new models very regularly. Uh... God, they look, there's content. There is. It's real. That- that's effort, that is. Yep. Uh, for reference, uh, Phantom Edit was done by Mike J. Nichols. Oh. Uh, an American film editor from Illinois. Uh, he's done more stuff since I think I'd heard of him at the time. I know that name now. Uh, he also did uh, a- Attack of the Phantom, which is a okay. re-edit of episode two. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, he's not done a, a whole lot of stuff, but the work he did on um, Phantom Edit was very good. Diablo 3 coming to the Switch. Jesus Christ, is that going to be on Skyrim by the end? On every fucking system in every fucking format. Yes. Yes, it will. I like Diablo 3, though. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, We we did actually have more questions. Yeah, okay, good. Lies. Lies. We didn't. We had an entire thread of a person lying, saying that it'd be coming on and talking about the state of the game as it is now. Um, games you like but don't play often or at all. Uh... That, 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 that's a really good question. Uh, I think uh, for me, uh, for games that don't play often or at all, uh, Power Grid. I very oh, rarely, yeah. I very rarely get a chance to have a game of that. It is a fantastic board game. Um, 
if anyone is looking for a replacement for Monopoly that is not broken as all sin, uh, then Power Grid is it. I mean, it is a very... It is an intensely German board game. German game, yeah. I've played it once, never played it again since, and it's really annoying. It's really annoying that you haven't played it again since, or the game's annoying? That we haven't played it again since, because I oh. fucking loved the concepts of Power Grid, and there was, and, and the guy had bought the other editions and all sorts of stuff. Actually, so it's basically, is this going to be board games that we only ever play once and then never play again? Because there's plenty of those. Well, I, I, I can. There are games that there are um, war games that I used to play that don't play anymore. That I used to love. I mean, I could throw Chronopia into that, which is really old and obscure. But nice. um, I've still got a Chronopia army, a devout Chronopia, uh, Chronopia army in the loft, painted. Um, I um, I used to love Space Hulk. I still do love Space Hulk. I never play it. That's probably the probably the most current thing that I really like and don't play. I, ha- I have an unassembled and unpainted copy of Space Hulk under my bed. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to Deadpool Titanicus because I used to love the old game. Uh, that was the first like 40k related game. I I bought um uh, Blood Bowl, original like, the original first Red Box Blood Bowl. Um, don't ask me how many years ago that was. It was a lot. Many, many. Just stick with many. Many because I started to they work it out now. I don't like the answer. Um, and, yeah. Um, then I got into Epic and Deadpool Titanicus at college. Um, that's that was my first kind of 40k experience, and I I loved that game. I used to play it a lot. Um, I'm intrigued by the new one. It's a lot of money. Um, yeah, I, I've seen the cost of Adeptus Titanicus, like just the box, and then maybe like a couple of Titans, and you sit there going, "So that's that's about 250 pounds." Are you sure? Yes, but this is the Crystal Guard Army box is 190 nearly pounds. And that's yeah. not that's not a seventy point army to put on the table. Seventy five point army is it's a starting point. It's everything you'd want to have, but you, I'm still buying more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I recently played a um, board game called The Grim Forest, and I really enjoyed that. Oh, just Grim Forest, I think is cool. But I love worker placement games, and I very rarely get to sort of play those. So uh, favorite is um, uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Oh, a very good board game. Yeah, mm. and with the expansion, a fucking marvelous board game. Really love all the expansions, well, all the different, the two but different types. The thing is, I've played that game a hell of a lot on my iPad. I don't yeah. actually feel it needs an expansion. Have you played the expansion? I, it, Not it, yet. No. The no, expansion I... plays well with with other people. I know you can have AI play the other people on the on the pad, but when you're all balancing, juggling the corruption is a really good element so to get ahead in the game you take corruption points and by the end but and you can find ways of removing tokens from yourself or putting tokens on other people so it's another way of manipulating the score at the end and it's just and that with the hidden leader is i mean you can sometimes work out halfway through who they've got especially if they're building fucks and they're like oh i'll just build this tile and oh look at that i've gone over here to get a car that allows me to build one oh. yeah so uh, going back to something kurt said as well if we're talking about games you very rarely play but love, love playing uh epic was a yeah. of mine. um i have somewhere in this room a fake imperial guard army that's like half painted, um, loads and loads of tanks and 
and Titans and all sorts of stuff, um, which last of all got played under the Future War Commander rule set, which was really good, uh, based around a sort of World War II um, system. As, as Ben scrabbles with his microphone repeatedly. Yeah, it's classy. Yeah. So I, I put I, it down to go get something. I, I am just looking at Deptus Titanicus and I'm sort of like just, just questioning have games that should have gone insane because th- they've got dice that aren't D6 in there, which frankly I didn't know Games Workshop was still capable of doing. Um, they do they do it in Age of Sigma as wound markers and stuff, but they, yeah. th- these are different, aren't they? There's something else. Yeah. Um, D- it's that, something I think will happen. Of D10s. I think no. if I, uh, I think it's something that will happen. I will get it. Um, I will get the Grandmaster box at some point, but it's it, the sold out. Sold out, hasn't it? Grandma. At the moment, it's not going to stay sold out, is it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. The um, they released a Age of Sigma card game quite recently, and that Founders Edition sold out. And I don't think they're ever doing that again. I think this. I think this whole thing is a te- is a tester to see if. Epic Adeptus Titanicus is a goer still. If people are still interested in this whole thing, is an exercise in how big's the market? Will it take it? And if they sell out, they'll go push the button. I, I am looking at the warlord though. Sixty-five quid for a warlord. What's the scale on that? It's not epic scale. It's bigger than epic scale. It's bigger. Oh, okay. um, so an old Imperator Titan is nearly as big as the new warlord. Oh, because um, wow. Okay. Guerrilla Miniature, War Gaming. There you go. A, a Six inches tall. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. It's bigger than your average British penis. So it's uh, <laughs> how should we say it is colossal size. <laughs> what <laughs> the penis? Or... Well, yeah. you... <laughs> <laughs> face. Sorry, I'm very unimpressed with you, Bench. I'm sorry. You can bleep. No, it you're not. You oh, I'm fine. I'm not. I've never fucking been sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Where's Kirk on? I've relaxed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted a more affordable version of um, Adeptus Titanicus, they do sell just the rules on their own and like a triplet of Imperial Knights for about 55 quid. There's How also... big are the Knights? Pardon? How big are the Knights? Size of an, a, a, a um, primary space marine. Yeah. Um, army of midget knights running around the table. I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, potential talk of of stick your previous um, titans and knights onto slightly bigger bases, and they just work because if you're both doing it, then it doesn't matter. But I have to be it's something I really do want to do. Um, I am currently massively invested and investing in Crucible Guard, so that's my spending until the new year um, on hobby. So I think because all the new releases are coming out, I'm getting them as they come, pretty much. Um, I've looked at my budget into Christmas, and then Christmas happens, which then means I just there's no war gaming at that point. It's Christmas mm-hmm. instead. Um, yeah, I don't know. It might happen in the spring. If it's still around. If they, if they stop doing it by then, then I'll st- I won't. But if it's still around, and you can still get that Grandmaster's the saving on that Grandmaster's box. If you add up what the other stuff comes to that goes into it, it's massively cheaper. Um, it, it, it is. It is actually very refreshing to go to the boxed games section. Of um, GW site and see there's a Necromunda, Shadespire, Blood Bowl, uh, Silver Tower, yeah. Titanicus, Horus Heresy, Forge World. It's it's almost like 1990s all over again. It is. It's nice. Yeah. Mm. And there's a new 40k box that coming as well. 
What? The new, um, it's not a starter set. It's the new. Um, it's GT Lacolte and Space Wolves. So Space Wolves have got some Primaris bits and pieces, and a new whole new all new Space Wolf star, uh, captain and a um, Redemptor Dreadnought with them, and all new G Stealer hybrid models, aberrants, new aberrants, new uh, and an HQ, an aberrant HQ model, which is coming out with the new Codex. Space Wolf Codex is coming, and then G-Silicolt. So that's another thing I want to do, G-Silicolt Army. Is there anything you don't want to pile money into? I don't want to pile money into Space Wolves ever, ever, ever. ever. <laughs> Why? They're... Ever. So They're I didn't Wolves. like Space Wolves. I didn't like Space Wolves before I read Prospero Burn. There's nothing wrong with being the like, like the Emperor's Enforcers. I'm a Thousand Suns fan. I don't like them. I, I didn't like them are, before, but... I, before I knew that. I didn't know them. But uh, yeah, I never have. I've never liked Space Wolves, ever. Oh well, I mean your 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 Primark was a bit of a, a knob, wasn't it? Who's what? I mean, there's all mine. <laughs> well, both of them, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, fair, Magnus yeah. is like, uh, oh, I'll, I'll just like it pierce through the fucking veil and warn Daddy. Oh no, this is a really bad idea. True, it was a bad idea. Sure, this isn't going to have any repercussions. Oh look, it's a load of puppies. Ah, that's the rendition. That's a- that's, that's those a, two books combined. That's a really good short version <laughs> of that story. Well, they're both books are the same story, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I, I love, really do. Araman was a knob as well. There's three Araman books. I haven't read those yet. I really like old Araman. I'm not a huge fan of modern. I'm going to try and get the Black Library key. Oh, no. I'm done Give it Give life back to the uh, Thousand Sons Marines. And, yeah. Yeah. Is he still bothering with that now, or does he just want ultimate twisted corrupted power? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read any new books. I've read, heard bits, but I don't know. I don't know. I still like the 40k universe. I've always been affectionate about, and I've enjoyed playing 40k. I'm enjoying getting back into War Machine a lot. Um, You're just well, loving wargaming life. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. liking painting and the hobbying and my desk being covered in stuff and having this small little like six by twelve inch space to work in because it's covered in so much stuff. <laughs> hmm. See, for my gaming at the moment, I'm kind of, I'm kind of trapped in the anticipation phase because X-wing 2.0 doesn't start until September, and oh. everyone just kind of sat there going, "Well, I don't want to do any new lists right now because they'll be useless in a couple of weeks." Oh, look at you lot! Casual play, eh? Lists building, wanting to crush each other the first week the new models come out. <laughs> Hey, I, my 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 friend that played X Wing a couple of times best described that game as, from a layman's perspective as basically three hundred and sixty degrees round in circles. Who can get behind the other person first wins? Oh no no no, very very much not. <laughs> not certainly not at the moment. That was the starter box. The starter box. Was yeah yeah. It, uh, uh, yeah. The okay, starter yeah. box didn't grab them. The Starbucks didn't grab them, unfortunately. And um, I know asteroids and objectives and all that stuff made it slightly more interesting. But I, I mean, one of the ships right here in the uh, the Star Viper, um, <laughs> that that is a good example of you do not need to get behind someone uh, to finish them off in X-wing because that actually had an upgrade so that its barrel roll, rather than being straight, was curved which caused all manner of problems for other people in the game, because all of a sudden you could either turn in so that you were facing them or just turn out so that wherever they turned, you could be. 
It was... To be honest, it it reached a point when... I mean, I know this is maybe a bit of a broken record, but when my friends researched the best ship, found Corrin Horn, and then basically killed everybody's fun of this new game in one evening. It wasn't even me. It wasn't even me. I tried to do the dance with Corrin Horn, and it didn't work. And everyone at the end was just like, well, that was a lot of bullshit. I mean, yeah, Corrin Horn... Um, wasn't as much of a problem in later waves. Um, no, yeah. And taking him out became fairly trivial. But yeah, X Wing. If if someone decides to go fully down the competitive route, they can slaughter you quite horribly. Uh, and that I, like, I find it a fun. It is fun, but I got a bit, I don't know. I suppose I got bored of it. But um, I suppose for me, and this suppose is the. What games you play, what games you don't play. For me, wargaming and hobbying tie each other together. So that's um, fair enough. Having having a fully painted army and just getting out and playing it and just play, hobbying feeds gaming. So I've been hobbying so much that I have been playing a bit, but not really playing enough to the point where I've now reached out on groups on Facebook and gone, "Who actually plays in this area anymore?" and got responses, and we'll be getting games against people that I haven't played before, hopefully more regularly. And that's been driven by the fact that I'm doing all this painting and assembling and stuff and buying stuff. And, and I'm like, I want to get more games in. I want to get to the Welsh. I want to have played a sensible number of games before I get to the Welsh next year. I want to get to some events on the way. Before I do that, I need to get some more casual games in order to learn how my army works and if I like what I've built. And it's, yeah, I find that one feeds the other. So games that don't have any hobbying only last so long, which I think is why X-Wing fizzled out for me. Fair enough. Um, I love it. I love the models. I like having it. Well, I, got, I think the ghost came out and the ghost kind of closed the door for me in the case of, I love this. I could play Rebels on the table. I could play, you know, um, Ghost and um, a B-Wing and X-Wing and Y-E-Wings and just play like it is straight out of the show. And I've done that. It's fun. That's all in the loft. Um, so I kind of, yeah, those are always tied together. I've, one makes me want to do the other. If I haven't hobbied for a while and everything's gathering dust, as soon as I play... I immediately then want to get stuff out and start painting and building things. and Yeah. Fair enough. Well, should we, because uh, I, I think we're in the right space too, should we start wrapping this up? Yes. Oh, the show was just a Q&A show, was it? That's good. I didn't realize that. Well, we didn't really have a main topic. And, no, we know, didn't, know. Because uh, our main topic bailed on us. So. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so, so next time will be, will be the return of Bushido, will it? <laughs> Infinity Plus or whatever. Fuck. Whatever random game he's playing out he the back of it. He doesn't play that game. No. So, so, Kurt, do you want to uh, sign us out on this one? Oh, we're not God. Doing, we're not doing any other business? Or we've done it already, really? No, really I think we kind of done it. Yeah, yeah we, we've kind of done any other business. So. Uh, you've been listening to Elite Cadre, the uh, Horde's War Machine and other wargaming and Star Wars and film sometimes podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I've been Kurt. I've been Mike. I've been Benj. We miss you, Alex. Come back. I mean, he could have, if he wanted to. No, he's in a submarine. (laughs) Okay.
You've been listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elitecadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. That's nice. Oh, no, I thought you like that. It makes you feel special. <laughs> Benji is very special. Hey, hey, I actually went out and met new people and did things. Then you woke up. No, no, no. Like, literally, believe it or not. No. And I, and I realised something. I know our argument that me and Mike have about like how he despises magic, but like, um, I think we actually agree that we despise the same version of magic. And and, and I've never <laughs> actually said that I actually prefer the fo- the multiplayer version. Oh, of that, magic. Was a, that was a that was a Vic argument, wasn't it? It's it's more the the sales format of magic I hate, and also. Uh, d- d- the g- game, a good portion of TCG players. Um, oh, that too. Yeah. Uh, well, that that was the that was the thing. I thought that they'd be worse than like um, uh, than now. Now, before you say any more, <laughs> we, are, we are live. Oh, I don't care. Um, no, I thought they'd be wor- worse than War Gamers, but actually, only one person at the table, and it wasn't me. Well, War Gamers, think... War Gamers also vary quite a lot. Well, yeah, they, they... do. They do, but different they... games vary quite dramatically. Mm. No? Tabletop wargaming tends to have fewer of the um, "I am going to go into a screaming rage mid-game" kind of person. Yes, and because that... they tend to give up if they play it. They tend to give up and not play it for that long, as in, in a. As in, and that, yeah. that's kind of the the, the, the TCG I hate the most. Um, they do. There is the occasional one who will play you and make snide comments all the way through, which is the other kind of TCG player I hate. I think um, I think the actual military bits of wargaming are what takes that edge off, as much as you have to invest a certain amount of time and effort before you even get to the table. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Look what I bought. Oh, nice. Look what I bought. I think I have... Oh, you still talking. Oh, okay. I've got Sevi Zero. Nice. Yeah, cost an utter fortune. It's probably the most expensive war machine model I've ever bought, uh, apart from Colossus. How much was she? Well, she's only twenty dollars. Shipping. But you can only buy you can only buy direct from the US store during conferences during during kind of Gen Con. Was it forty eight dollars? It was thirty two. And then because when they actually work when you work out the pounds to dollars at the moment the pound is so bad like right now just yesterday or whenever it came into the country three days ago. It now is more than fifteen pounds, which means I got stung for the import. Nice. So yeah, it cost me forty, forty-four, forty-four and change. It's a lot nice. of points for a solo, for like a a solo or a, well, I suppose how you get to use it, a grunt model technically. Mm. I was I was four pounds off my, uh, I guess there. I'm no, you were very, very good. That was mm. very close. Yeah, uh, but I'm very happy with it because she's just totally different and unusual and weird. You just get a friend to go to Gen Con instead, and they ninja it. Um, yeah, I did, did debate that, but I thought I'll order it. Let's just check it. Well, I was I thought it through, that I wasn't going to do it, and then I drunk ordered it as I was going to sleep really late one night. <laughs> on holiday. Uh, well, and then well, That's the, the fr- reality. 
Yeah, that's the reality. I had a, the friend that I had ninja and stuff actually won Gen Con, so there we go. Oh, yes. Oh, you had it? You, oh, yeah, I saw the, um, yeah. Yeah, Ben. I, I didn't realize you had a ninja. Yeah, well. If, I, if I'd known you had a ninja, then I might have actually, um, I might have just done that. But I think it was just kind of like, I can't be asked with the going online and talking. I've done it before. <laughs> I got I got Jarl really, really early, but... um. I think he might have picked it out for himself, so he might, I don't know if it was limited one per person. Oh, no. or, I think because it's Crucible Guard, I was like, no, I want that. Oh, I would have, I would have. If this had been at the height of War Machine, I'd have gone in on that, definitely. Even even now, it still looks really tempting. It's a nice model, and because and, and, it, it fits the army that my desk is covered in, too. Oh, you're you I love your paint jobs. They're Thank you very much. Very nice. I'm Thank surprised you. nobody commented on the one that you posted on. I was surprised, but then they did. Everywhere else I posted it, I've had tons of comments. So the, the Crucible Guard group didn't really comment, but when I posted it in response to somebody said about colours, they were doing their gold, and I was like, gold and purple, and I posted the same pick again. I got tons more, tons of comments. So nice. People are just people, aren't they? Who knows? Oh, I, was, they're, they're I thought no nice. comments at all. Yeah, you know, metric ton of likes, but no comments. But never mind. Yeah. Uh, no. I actually did, uh, in a sense of approaching people and talking to people, um, which I'm not always the best at either. Believe it or not, um, I joined the wargaming war gaming group at the local store, um, and I posted. Um, Does anybody still play War Machine this year? Parts? Anybody want to play War Machine? And I got about six people who want to play War Machine. Nice, including an express ganger that I don't know. Um, so uh, yeah, I might actually get some uh, some new games and meet and meet some new people. Or I might meet some people that I don't know. Online, therefore, I might, but I might have met them in person, perhaps. But look, look at this podcast adventuring outside his comfort zone. Jesus Christ! Well, I kind of feel I'm not. I don't. My days of when I'm having the kids might change. I'm like, you know what? What happens in Yeovil these days? Because I can still get there fairly easily. It's not a million miles to drive home again afterwards. Hmm. I must admit, I do like uh, what's his face and his mate carrying all the guns. The um render of that oh yeah it's pretty nice yeah it does look really good it does look really really good um yeah he looks really smart um you saw my proxy for um i'll put it in the box now you saw my proxy for uh for lucas didn't you mm-hmm. yeah siege but i haven't painted any more than that i'm like i'm done with that now it's painted enough to be a decent proxy and have yeah. paint on it it'll do uh this is um as uh, was that comment by liam earlier did someone actually play Crucible Guard then before it was released generally. Not a clue. Not a clue. But I was, I was, I was going to say, going back to the comments we had. Of the Garni, there aren't... Was that a, was that a Crucible um, Guard comment? I thought that was a... Um... No idea. Um, so we also had uh, games you like but don't play often. Uh, don't play brackets often or at all. Uh, rules and games mechanics you do or don't like. What happened to High Command? Uh, I can tell you that one. Well, and that's following on somebody else's podcast. That came up in... Um... In line of sight, uh, line of sight had a discussion about that. Who the fuck are they? They're quite good. I quite like their podcast. No, no, what? but who are they? Who are who are they? Um, Jaden won um, one of the lock and load events. He's oh. one of the three main oh, no. core podcasters, and he he was the one who came up with the um he came up with the the Grim and three battle engines with the Sea King. You seen that list around? Mm, no. no. So Grim Sea King. Um, hooch hauler, two war wagons, minimum um, pig, ambusher, snowmen guys. Um, what else is in it? Um, stone. And Already sounds horrendous. It, it won 
It won the the lock and load. Not the really big one. The what's that? I can't remember the competition were called now. Um, Champions. Uh, which way round is it? The last qualifier to enter the big one. What's that called? Um, it, it won the last qualifier thing you could enter before the big one. And then he and then he folded on the big one because he was so tired and he couldn't play. But um, he enough. still won that competition with it. So. See, now there's a thing going round where I've seen two posts that say that Signar is shite now. Is this just a meme, or is this like... So we've seen, we've already started that conversation. It seems to be a thing. Oh, okay. Personally, I think it's a meme, but there we go. Okay. Um, people are playing Haley 2, almost not at all. That, I think, seems to be part of it. Haley 3 is uh, Dish of the Day. Yeah, she, yeah. That was just, happening. Just everywhere. Mm. And is she still good? I had the displeasure yeah. of playing against Haley three at the Midlands Open. That was, um, yeah. Did he get to play, or was it just smoke? Oh, I I got to play, but that's because I was playing McBain, and McBain goes, "Okay, you have smoke. That's nice." I um, wonder if part of it is about the hate. I wonder if part of it is that kind of counter, kind of um, if people are knocked off because people are just so anti-signal and have been for a long time now. Well, they put people off head. People are tired of it. I mean, as in people are not playing or feeling that it's it's not feeling that they don't want to play the faction because of it, and therefore that's put the faction in decline. Does it win tournaments? Not for a while. Yeah. Mm. But again, I think that's because the lack of people playing it a great deal. Not that it's crap. I'm fifty fifty on whether it won the Midlands Open. Can't remember now who won that. Who won the bigger one? Um, Wasn't Ryan? Was it? Was it Ryan? Is Ryan playing Signal, isn't he? No, he's playing Cricks. Oh, he's got Cricks. Okay, I can't remember. He chatted me for saying that. The last time, last time I saw Signal win, wasn't it the Blood and Oil last year? Didn't Signal win that? On mm, no, no, did mm, can't remember. We are so we we're about finger on the pulse, aren't we? All of no, this. I don't even know what like what what's the thing. What's the tournament anyway? What's the Draw. What is the the highlight of the year? Well, the Welsh is all Welsh. The Welsh is, and I'm definitely up for that next year. Still the highlight. I don't. Who won that this year? It's, it's the last one next year. What? I've heard that before. We've all heard that before. Is Martin too old now? Martin, Martin has so, quit the Welsh at least four times. So, so for reference, Midlands Open, which is the last one I played in. Um, third was Jim Gradwell with Cador. Second was Jake Wilstrup with Signar. And first was Golly with Signar. Okay. Oh, well, there we go. Total shit, then. Nobody's playing it. I agree. Oh, yeah. oh hang on. Uh, Welsh Masters. Uh, third, Thomas Scoffier with Circle. Second, Golly with Signar. Oh, uh, is it? Is it First. Steamroller 2018 reference comments? Because there's a lot of talk around the new SR and that that's changed dramatically and that has hurt some armies. Are there nah. other comments around that? No, nah, it's not changed dramatically. It's, it's refined. Um, and oh, actually, there are some scenarios now where if you are not moving forwards, you are done. Yeah. Um, but they're not in the same way that you would find like a couple of years ago where Denny would come forward feet and say, okay, you're definitely not moving forwards. I win. Yeah. It's it's because you've kind of got like there's a zone here and a zone here and objective here and three flags across the middle of the board and you're there going um okay I need to contest this 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 and this how good luck yeah it, with with some of the armies that are out there it, it is very difficult to do McBain can just about do it 
I'm keen to get some more games, play some games, and I did get some more Crucible Guard painted, but I'm getting there. Well, sh- should we start and then go yes. through some of these questions? Yes. Okay. Your voice sounds weird, by the way, Mike. <laughs> it's like he had us talking. Yeah, I am using a slightly different microphone. Oh, okay. See, if you look at the picture, you can see I'm wearing this natty headset. Let's have a look at the picture. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that does look like you're gaming in 2005. Hush. Sorry. Hush. It's, it's a Hyperx, what, Cloud 2? Uh, what? Hush. It's very comfortable, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, right. Something, something, cadre. Something, something. That's not the intro, Benj. I know, but I thought we're just hurrying it along. It's fine. Well, that's that, that. That's a podcast. What else could it be? What else could it be? And that's quite a lot of painting of a, a rocket girl. What's nice. that coming over the hill? Is it a podcast? Is it a podcast? Well, considering I picked her up from the post office mid-afternoon. Mm. No, it's pretty good. Well done. I'm happy with that. If anybody wants to send a modelling knife or scalpel my way, feel free. I don't think we should. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, do I don't have... know where any... I, anyway. I do have this one, which was was Privateer Press branded. Um, it, it's quite dull at this point. Um, you know. No, that's. I need it razor sharp. Oh, there is um, a and the giant bent oh. as well. Well, that's no. And there's a giant chunk on Hamira's back chassis, which I'm not. I was looking at all the bits, going mm, barely any flash here. Good, good mold. Good, and then just looked at the torso and wept. <laughs> Just like it, uh, it look, just looks like a big square nugget of plastic still bonded to it. If I had any skill, I'd make an extra little node on her or something. There's enough plastic there to do it. But nice. <sighs> so I was surprised you didn't talk more. You suppose you did talk about the the, world, the, the Midlands Open, didn't you? To an extent. Yeah. yeah. None I of us. Do- have been I don't do battle reports, so. No, no, we're not going to do that. I'm not yeah. We start doing battle reports. I mean, because all it would have been would be run Jack Ford, Jack Hammer, run. No, no, that's what? not true, Benj. That was really only hammer. one game. Dude, every time you've done a semi like game, it's been. And I did Jack Hammer him today. It's like, great. Yep. It's it's amazing. I I love it. I love it because it's kind of like reminds me of when Butcher Three was fun playable. And I'm sure he's still playable now. It's just... I haven't seen Butcher Three in ages. I think I'm glad of that mm. as a Mercs player because he is horrible to play against. Mm. But then again, the Kador. I, really, I would like to do Kador again, but I'd have to buy a lot into that. And... Did you sell up your stuff? Or... No, no, never, never sold it. But I'm just was missing bits going into then the new stuff, then missing more and more. The one that I think I've got the most capabilities to keep up with is Retribution and Menor. Signar, too many releases gone by. I thought they're a bit, a bit like that with Trolls, to be honest. And as much as I don't own the Bears, I don't own, um, I own the um, Fire Eaters, but there's quite a lot of Trolls that I don't own. Mm. Uh, which, is not, which is fine, I want to do that, but Instead, I'd buy a whole new army. Instead I just I don't know how good the temple is for men off either. Whether that's I was always I mean, proxy. It. My advice would be proxy it and try it. Yeah, I don't I don't know actually what it does. I know it brings back models and that or soul collection or something. I know it does, does both those things and it does something else as well. Hmm. Let's have a look. 
But here's my um, I've I've made some proxy rail um railers. Way there was falling off. Oh, okay. Um, so here's my uh, here are my proxy railers. If I get them off the clips, Oops. I've actually I've actually got two organs. Um, so I could proxy one as the yeah, you could do it. So yeah, but I've 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 done this before. I've made like paper cut paper art kind of um, the 3D renders came out a couple of days ago. Yeah, and so I printed them out reasonably well. Oh. And I've made them uh, but, but, 3D, and I've stick that on. I stick it on an old CD. And suddenly you can put it on the table and it's the real model, but it's not, and it works. You know, I, I must admit, I'm a, I, I really, I'm a stickler for the models. I can't ever imagine. I love just looking at painted, completed models, and I, I get the. Oh yeah, totally. But uh, totally, but to get it on the table to try it, I mean, look, here's the um, here's an old one. Here's my Glacier King from absolutely ages ago. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so I've done this a lot because it's it's a good way of get it on the table and try it. Um, and then, um, yeah, copy it my hand. um, and then, yeah, see how it actually behaves. Cause it's, okay. it's quite, so, so bench, the, the shrine of the lawgiver, the lawgiver is, uh, interesting. So you've got a range 14 power 14 weapon. Yep. Bearing in mind, this deploys, uh, eight inches beyond your deployment zone. Okay. So range 14 power 14. Uh, with reload one, um, okay. oh, which has uh, rear attack. So doesn't care what arc you're in. Okay. Uh, if you box a model when you hit it, when you hit it, um, then you basically get to crevasse from them. Oh, how, how rude! Uh, and that's, <laughs> that's also a power fourteen magical damage roll. Um, so that's that's mm. nice. Um, it can collect up to three soul tokens. So those can be used to oh. Uh, you can choose one for any faction model in this model's command range to gain ghostly for a turn. Oh. Um, boost attack or damage. And then Vault of the Faithful, which is to remove up to three soul tokens and then put up to three small and medium based models back. Can uh, they activate during. Nope. Well, they can activate, but they must forfeit their combat action. Oh. oh I thought it was forfeit movement, actually. I had it wrong around in my head. Yeah. Uh, true sight. Yeah, uh, it, it begins the game with three soul tokens. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's for a number of points, which is not on the card. Oh, I see, because it's covered up by the bottom right-hand corner of the card, right? And it's got uh, twenty-eight boxes at armor twenty. Oh. It's, it's fourteen points. Points. That's not terrible. Hmm. I mean, it sounds. It actually sounds nice. Doesn't sound like it. I mean, I, I don't know if there's any examples of it in-game yet. Oh, that's another thing as well. I must admit, War Machine does not translate well to watching on a stream. I, um, I try it depends. I know. There you are... Agree. It depends. I know. It, right, so 40K is easier to watch and, and, and makes more sense and is, is lighter. So Arcane Assist. If you want guys who do it quite well, Arcane Assist, record it, what they play back is not quite double speed, and they do commentary of the guys who who played the game do commentary on their own game. That works. That mm. works the best for War Machine, in my opinion. War Gamer Girl does it all right, but it's not. She does something similar, but it's not as good. I mean, she's she's good, but it's not that good. Walk Arcane Assist, I would say, are the best. Yeah, there's um, I, I've watched Arcane Assist before, and yeah, they're not bad. They're not. They're, um, I'm not trying to say they're amazing, but they're all right. Yeah, the production quality is um. I 
I mean, Wargamer Girl is all about production quality rather than like strategic quality of the game, basically. Um, Arcane Assist are quite competitive as well with it. I mean, they've done several of the several of their um, their contributors have done pretty well in tournaments. Mm. Yeah, I can see the speed up. Yeah, yeah, it's all, I mean, it's all right. Because what you're after? No, it's yeah. No, I, I don't know what I'm after. Again, I'm after. I just wish War Machine was more casual. Uh, yeah. Wish the, I, I know what you mean. I kind of got over it. I felt the same way, and somehow I've kind of got over it. I just don't think I can. That's the. I think that's the thing. I think there's a big. Think, there's a big psychological the barrier is, there. You can make the casual. Casual thing is up to you. People will always be competitive, so and so's. Um, the the casual bit is kind of up to you. I just, the what, the what, interaction. The it's the interaction. This is why I'm playing Magic at the moment. There's four people in a game, and I don't have to interact. We just, like, for instance, I wasn't the. There was a person that was causing trouble actually in this game that we were playing, which was my first night there. Basically, I was just, I was staying out of any of the like politics. But there was a person there that wanted to do one specific thing. It got it got ruined by one of their players and they were just like, I don't care about the game anymore. And it just made the table really intense for a short while. But that, that was it. I was sharing the game with four other people. This is it's, it's why I don't, I'm not competitive that much in board games either. No. And it's, and, I, like, um, I play collaborative board games for that. Yeah. I, I quite like collaborative stuff. Uh, Wargaming is a person on person interaction. And if I don't know that person well enough, I, I don't think I can do that really in that environment anymore. Even though it is the reason I do a lot of RPG stuff now. Mm. So, because you get that whole thing of, you know, being in, uh, being in the same game as other people, but it's very much collaborative in that you've got the players who are trying to figure out, you know, what the thrust of the campaign is at the same time as you're kind of going, okay, I don't necessarily know all the facts of where this is going to go, but let's see where it goes from your point of view. Mm. In, in, in the end, I mean, it's why <clears throat> I guess those games that I play that are online against people and they are competitive, they don't see the other person. We're both trying to... There's only one out... I know everybody in most games, everybody's trying to win, but there's different ways of winning, basically. There's, as you say, as a group, as a collective effort. As, um, you know, as politics and, and, and all that sort of stuff. But in <clears throat> in War Machine, it's, it's just... Um, there is that one outcome you're both trying... And both people... And it depends how desperate that person is to win and... And there's a social contract there. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, and it's just, and it's really difficult for me. It's that's, just that's, to me, that's the that's the benefit of playing it. Though I think that's the that's the that's I said that, that's a positive thing because I don't want to go and do things you just described, lack mm. the social contract, and therefore that the sort of interest wanes because the people that you're playing with are hard work without a social contract. Um, so it's, uh, ironic, I'm not saying you're wrong because you're entitled to your opinion. It's like, and we're finding things, we find different things difficult. We talked about it before. Yeah. Um, I find the social contract of things like War Machine and 40k make that easier. It's it's one of the reasons I find it really hard to play something like uh, Vassal. Yeah, I can't like, do Vassal very well. It's unless that it's whole thing of the board game, but at the same point, it's like I can't see what my opponent's doing. I can't talk to them at it very well. Like I. I kind of I've only ever found Vassal to work well. when Skyping or chatting at the same time. Yeah. With somebody that I already know. So I did it with Liam a few times, I think. Um, yeah. Well, uh, didn't you once play on like the Steamforged stream as well, back in the day? Oh, a long time ago, yeah. 
Yeah, very long time ago. When I was part of Steam Forge for a very long time ago. Yeah. I remember watching some of those early streams. God, I've forgotten that. I've forgotten to do that, yeah. Uh, they announced quite recently another tie in video game game, didn't they? Steam Forge. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're doing Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't follow their stuff because they pick up a lot of properties I'm not interested in. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. I feel like I should more than I do. I think they've but... definitely found their niche, which seems to be providing board games for large um, IPs, video game IPs. And they, I don't think they... I think there's... Um... They basically pick up things that need more personal attention than Asmodee's willing to give. Yeah. But on the flip side, hearing some other things from people involved in the development... They don't get much give from. They're, they're sometimes left to their own devices. But um, I guess if they churn out a product in the end, I mean, ultimately, I think maybe the companies look at it as like, well, especially some of the big ones, like I guess Namco and Bandai and stuff like that. Capcom was a bit of a punt though because they pissed off a lot of people over the years. <laughs> so. Yeah, just a few. Mm. Right. Anyway, guys, I'm going to stop the broadcast and be off now. Um, Sad times. So thank you to our listeners. Um, We shall see you again in a month or so.